Hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my wonderful, intelligent, <laughs> gorgeous, very hardworking, barbecue-loving <laughs> wife and co-host, Michelle. Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. Barbecue. <laughs> barbecue. <laughs> Why is that way? I like it that way. <laughs> I don't care what y'all say. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just I'm trying to figure out the why. <laughs> because I'm a weirdo. <laughs> and this weirdo is recording this episode along with his gorgeous <laughs> wife on Saturday, July 15th, 2023. Well, most of it, a portion of it, actually a large portion of it, we recorded earlier in the week. We'll get to that in a bit. This episode is dropping on Sunday, July 16th. 2023 and we appreciate that you joined us today in the future you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts however the very best place to find us is on our own website hyperionadventurespodcast.com also we are on social media we are on twitter at hyperion podcast facebook instagram and threads at hyperion adventures (laughs) podcast if you are on facebook come on over and join us for some good positive disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Yeah, we love sharing into all the excitement and things that people have going on. Yeah, that's it. It's just celebrating the adventures, large or small, that you have going on in any given week, any given day. That's right. what we like to do there. Share, share the positivity throughout the community. Uh, we are also on YouTube. We're at Hyperion Adventures Podcast there. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, love hearing from folks. You know, we love when people just drop us a line to say hi, or sometimes we get questions. It's always fun to, you know, see how we can try to help make your upcoming trip better. Yeah. And we also happy to take on ideas if there's something you'd like us to cover in a future episode. Yeah, but if you just want to say hi, uh, we appreciate connecting with you in any way. Matter of fact, a few people did connect with this week on our last week's episode, our mm-hmm. you know favorite John Williams movie uh, themes episode. Uh, and they wanted to, I think it was... Fairly well received, which was good. And it should be because John Williams' music is amazing. Uh, So I wanted to go over a few of those that we got this week. Uh, Start with Sue in the UK, who said, Absolutely love the show this week, guys. So many fantastic tracks by John Williams. You forget how many pieces of amazing soundtracks he has done. After listening to the show, I spent the next few hours listening to my favorite ones. Jurassic Park is my number one, followed closely by Jaws, E.T., Superman, and the end piece of Saving Private Ryan, Him to the Fallen. Looking forward to next week's show, which is this week's show. But yeah. That is nice. Yeah. Thanks so much for sharing that, Sue. That was awesome and couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. And Him to the Fallen. Great choice. Uh, the stuff, the music from Saving Private Ryan definitely was. Right. Uh, one of those that could have been included. I, I tried to stay away from the war thing <laughs> of mine as much, but well, other than Star Wars, I guess. But um, 
I get it. And then, yeah, that, that is definitely powerful music, yes. just like it was in Schindler's List right. for you. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Charles from the Conversation Podcast also chimed in, and he had something similar to say. Mm-hmm. He said, the ones you both listed were phenomenal. We'd add Saving Private Ryan and especially Revisiting Normandy. Haunting, patriotic, and emotional. Yeah. So very nice. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, great yeah. music. Yes. Uh, and also Donna hit us up on Twitter and she said, hi guys, I love the show. Uh, John Williams is the best. Thank you for all your hard work and putting out such a great show and have a great, great day. But of course, Michelle's tips are always the best. <laughs> corn dogs on the boardwalk. I think you have somebody who wants to enjoy a corn dog on the boardwalk with you. Yeah, and Donna, I so. know. I know. We have to get that to happen sometime. Yes, for sure. I mean, corn dogs on the boardwalk. It's I good know. stuff. It is. It's good stuff for sure. So that was from last week's show. And before we get into this week's show, you know, we always like to look back more at the week that was because we find that there are these high points, the positive points in the week that we like to point out. And we call them our favorite things from this week. And when we do our favorite things from this week, we always start with Michelle because look at her. Well, I guess you can't look at her. (laughs) Listen to her. Listen to her. And look at some pictures of her and then you'll know. She's awesome, wonderful, all things great in the world. You know she does the best research. She definitely has the best lists. She definitely, no question, has the best tips. But she always also has the best, my favorite thing from this week. So, Michelle, what is your favorite thing from this week? Well, my favorite thing from this week, well, there's something that... uh, is going to impact me favorably that it's your favorite thing. I'm going to let you obviously talk about that. Is it um, corn dogs on the board? <laughs> I wish. Um, but no, my favorite thing of the week was um, what, what people are going to be listening to very soon is the op- that we had the opportunity to chat with our good friend from Passholder Lounge, which is Justin Monorail. Yes, uh, when we recorded that a couple days ago, earlier this week. It was so nice to just sit down and have a good chat with uh, yeah. Justin Monorail. Yes, from the Passholder Lounge, um, one of our best friends, uh, one of the favorite people we've met through this podcast right. and through this community. Uh, that has been so great, and it was really, really nice to sit down with him. And we talked for a little bit uh, before yeah, and after and we recorded, and then we just visit. had a great time. Also, <laughs> yeah. as you're going to hear in a little bit. Uh, talking about barbecue. Yeah. So that was my favorite thing. That was one of mine as well. Yeah. But what is your favorite thing? My favorite thing of this week was something that I couldn't bring up last week, but I can bring it up this week. And that is that I received an offer and accepted an offer for a brand new position within the company that I work for. That's going to have a much more normalized (laughs) schedule. I'm going to be working Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 5, like a real human being. Right, right. Um, Have weekends off, be able to get back to kind of our normal schedule with recording most of the time and uh, some normal time with family. And and, uh, it's just going to be very good. So uh, happy to be doing that it's gonna be starting probably don't have an official start date yet but probably in about two weeks time right right. no that's awesome so proud of you Uh, i know you just did an amazing interview um so much so that they that another department called you to also make you an offer so you were sought out for sure and well deserved well thank you and that's gonna it's just gonna be nice for us that i don't have to wake up well i'm still gonna wake up early because that's just me but not 
ungodly right. early like <laughs> I do right now so I can be a little more alive in the evenings. Yes. Uh, get some more stability to my mornings and again, have some a stable schedule, which is, which is really nice. And a new right. interesting job with some advancement possibilities that yeah. is, are really, really exactly. good. So I'm happy about that. So. Yes, very good. We did also receive a My Favorite Thing from this week from one of our listeners. This is from Jonathan up in Portland, who Ooh. you may remember from a few episodes back mm-hmm. talking about Disneyland, but he did something very different this week. He said, my favorite thing this week was going to summer camp. <laughs> this year, it was Star Wars themed and my cabin were the Mighty Mandalorians. Ooh, yes. Nice. Some yeah. of my favorite moments were carrying out missions for the rebellion. I didn't know the Mandalorians are really part of the rebellion, but <laughs> it's all good. Okay, it's all good. I'll, we'll, we'll let it slide. And evading stormtroopers through the woods at night. And of course, watching a new hope outdoors under a star filled sky. That that's, sounds that's pretty cool. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. No, th- totally great. And so happy that he shared that with us. Last year, he did something similar, right? Yeah, I think it so. Was, I think it? so. Different theme. It's, it's you have to tell me. us, Jonathan. What it was? Was there something you did last year that yeah, was very similar I'm trying to, to think, that? Yeah. I th- I'm, was it Marvel? I'm, yeah. Yeah. No. But either way, they, he did. Uh, you put that on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group with a cool picture. He's wearing uh, Mandalorian. I think he's wearing Bo Katan's helmet. Nice. Uh, anything, but uh, yep. he's there with a with a rebel beside him, a rebel pilot beside him, and it was yeah. a cool picture. So uh, yep. check that out if you get over to the the Hyperion Adventurers Facebook page. Exactly. You'll, it, definitely enjoy that for sure speaking of enjoying that we have a lot of stuff for this week in this week's episode including the primetime emmy award nominations were announced this week and the walt disney company will be a big part of that event if it goes forward (laughs) or when when it whenever it happens (laughs) i don't know Uh, but we'll tell you all about that and if you're headed to disney's jollywood nights at walt disney world this holiday season and you're a D23 Gold member, there's an add-on you may be very interested in. I'm very interested in all of that. (laughs) We'll still have to see if we can figure out if we could do it, but we'll see. However, that's all later. Let's go ahead and get to our very barbecue (laughs) main topic of the week. Michelle, you've been outside. We are in the heart of summer right now. I mean, like, it is really summer outside, right? So hot. (laughs) Well, the one good thing, well, there are many good things about summer, but one good thing about summer is it's a great time to get out and sample one of the best summer foods, I think, available, and that is some good barbecue, Barbecue, right? Barbecue, that's right. You gotta say it like that, barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do. Yeah, you know, I mean, Disney does offer some decent barbecue in some locations, and we've sampled a little bit of yeah, it. We've done the, you know, we've done the Regal Eagle Smokehouse, mm-hmm. of course, at Epcot at the American right. Adventure. You've done the Flame Tree Barbecue, yeah. right? Yeah, I haven't sampled I that, that yet, but mm-hmm. looking forward to that. But we really haven't hit up a lot of barbecue at this. Not and let's all, face sampling it, you know, of all that. Yeah. yeah. The good news is we happen to know somebody who we consider, and I think you will too, is pretty much a barbecue expert. And that, of course, is our great friend, Justin Monorail from the yeah. Passholder Lounge. And he has to 
granted us with his presence on our show. Welcome back to the Hyperion Adventures podcast, Justin Monorail. Oh, thank you, Tom. Thank you, Michelle. It's wonderful to be back. You know, with that intro, I thought maybe we were introducing Guy Fieri or something. I don't know, but uh, disappointed. I didn't we wear my better. flame. My I didn't wear my flame colored bowling shirt, but uh, your hair is kind of spiky. A little blonde, I'm seeing there. I got to put some more highlights. In there. I'll do my best. By the way, I like the pronouncing of bar. The pronunciation barbecue. It sounds. It sounds piratey, so yeah, I enjoy true. that. It's a little too. Tortuga Tavern barbecue. Yeah, exactly, exactly. See, you know, you know some spots to get some barbecue. I know of some spots, but we haven't sampled it nearly as much as we'd like. So that's why we're bringing you on is to kind of know where the hot spots are. Where is the best barbecue at Walt Disney World? I'll tell you right now, Disneyland, unfortunately, is fairly barren right now with barbecue. There used to be a great location called uh, Big Thunder Barbecue. Mm -hmm. It was Big Thunder Ranch, um, where you go there and you could get all you could eat barbecue. It was a great spot. Went there many, many times before it closed down to make way for, well, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess, okay, I love some barbecue, but I love Star Wars Galaxy's Edge more, so it's worth it. But, (laughs) But so we haven't gotten that much barbecue and sampled a little bit of it here but you know we really need to know where we need to go when it's the summertime when we're feeling you know we need some barbecue (laughs) (laughs) okay okay well there i mean there's a lot of places that might surprise you where you can find barbecue here and there i would say in terms of actually having menus that feature barbecue Walt Disney World doesn't have a ton of options, mm-hmm. but they you can find them if you look for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they are out there. But but yeah, I mean, here and there at quick service locations, at table service locations around the resort, you can find barbecue tucked in uh, on the menu from place to place. I would say varying degrees of quality, <laughs> but uh, but there's some pretty good stuff. Now, I will say as we get into this, one thing that I didn't do I didn't just include smoked ribs on my list. So, and I'm saying that because maybe people might think I'm going to just come on here and just talk about Nomad Lounge ribs for about 30 minutes, which I could do. (laughs) Well, it's a 10 minute show, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I absolutely could do that. And this is my subtle way of still talking about it. Um, But the thing about it is, uh, aside from the fact that you can get those ribs at Nomad Lounge, I don't consider that a place to go for barbecue, right? Right. So I think what I'm going to focus on as we discuss this are places that you're like, you know what? I've got a hunger. I have a pain in my stomach, a taste in my mouth. I want that barbecue. Where do we go? And I'm going to try to break it up by location, if that's okay. Sure. Can we do it that way? Yeah, I love it. Now, let's before we get into this. Let's make sure people understand because some people, and we were talking about this, I think with your sister and brother-in-law not that long ago, they hear, you know what, we're going to go have a barbecue at our house. And they think that slapping on hot dogs and hamburgers on the grill, that that's barbecue. And well, you know, you can play around and say that's bar. That is not really barbecue. Barbecue <laughs> no. usually has to deal with like a smoker and, and you know, usually there's some rub and some sauce yeah. and yep. some other things. It's a slow cook thing. It's a little bit different. So yes, you can get a good burger or a good dog in the many places right. in the park. but we're talking about real well we're talking about barbecue here right? yeah <laughs> i'm I'm glad that you set the ground rules there you know it's funny because 
Back in the old morning monorail days, there was a debate about what you call an event where you have a grill in the backyard and you're cooking meats on it. And there are plenty of people who call that a barbecue. But I'm sorry, as Tom just said, that is a cookout. That's right. Now, it may happen on what you call a barbecue grill, but that is a cookout. Right. The food that is produced is not barbecue. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm I'm glad we made the distinction. Yeah, yeah. I, I want I want to make that clear on everybody because you know, the, 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 as we talked about, right. there is a differential to make there. So, so mm. let's go ahead. So, what places get the Justin Monorail seal of approval for <laughs> decent barbecue at Walt Disney World? Well, I think what I'm going to do is sort of start at the bottom and work my way up. All okay. right. So. I think instead of going top tier, yeah, we'll save that for the end. Let's start at Magic Kingdom because in my experience and then the research that I was doing as as we were leading up to our recording tonight, I really think there's only one place that you can get barbecue in the Magic Kingdom. And Tom, you mentioned it. That's the Tortuga Tavern <laughs> over there by Pirates of the Caribbean. Um I looked around. I was actually a little surprised because I thought there was a possibility that one of the other quick service locations might offer up a little barbecue. Um, but, you know, it seems to be sort of barbecue barren. You think the... like Frontierland would be yeah. the perfect spot for yeah. something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Pecos Bill, you know, but right. uh, they, they tend to have the tacos, the Tex-Mex mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Right. There isn't really barbecue there. They've got barbacoa, which isn't really barbecue. Right, right. Um, so yeah, so Tortu Tor at Tortuga Tavern, that's easy for me to say, <laughs> <two> <laughs> teas. um, they do have a pulled pork sandwich and a barbecue slaw dog. So if you decide that like one kind of meat on a sandwich is not enough for you, then you get your hot dog <laughs> with your pulled pork on top of it yes. and slaw. Now, so here's a question. Well, I did, I wanted to ask this off the, off the top and I, and I failed to do it, but Michelle, Tom, like mm -hmm. what, what is your level of enjoyment in barbecue? Are you fans of barbecue? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say that we go and get it regularly, but uh, when we get the opportunity and we can find some good barbecue, um, we are going to hit it up and, you know, get some brisket, get some ribs, mm -hmm. get some pulled pork, whatever. We, we, we do enjoy it. Some burnt ends. Right. Okay. Yeah. Stuff. Right. Oh, right. you're speaking my language. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and, um, and we're also noticing, um, or at least I'm noticing, um, some plant-based, even though I'm not vegan or anything like that, I, like Tom said, I like a great barbecue as well, but it is nice to mix it up with something a little healthy from time to time. And I like some of the, some of the options they, they throw out there from time to time. Like some of the jackfruit stuff or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or even like at Flame Tree, they had the sausage. That well, you was, had that. I didn't have that. But. Yeah. It's plant-based. Mm. Yeah. yeah 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 they have a and and at uh the new place which uh spoiler alert we'll be talking about this in a minute but rodeo roundup has a whole vegan mm -hmm. platter mm -hmm. so yeah. that's, that's a good option good the jackfruit tends to come up a lot as a substitute for mm -hmm. like pulled pork i still haven't had jackfruit as far as i'm aware i, I it hasn't snuck onto my plate um but that's something I should probably, I'm going to go out of my way to try Because I know Regal Eagle has it, mm -hmm. um, a couple other places. So I, I I can't speak to the experience of whether or not it's a good like approximate of of barbecue. But right. I've heard it's great. Yeah. I haven't sampled it either. So yeah, I, I, no, that I, I have. I would I like to know if there's anybody out there who has, yeah. uh, let us know what you think. And right. 
does it compare? Obviously, if you're eating that, you're probably looking to eat a little healthier. Maybe you're vegan. Maybe you're at least vegetarian. Um, but, you know, if you have a history of eating some pulled pork or whatever, how does it compare? We'd love to know. Right. Yeah, sure. absolutely. But getting back to it, yeah, we like good barbecue. Okay. Yeah, great. So now in terms of sauce, do you like a mustard sauce? Do you like a vinegar sauce? Like how do you like your sauces? I tend to more vinegar, I think. Yeah, I'm a vinegar, a little more molasses. Mm-hmm. More, okay. you know. Yeah. You like a sweet, a sweet barbecue. Yeah. Sweet, but with a, I, with a little bite to it. Okay. Yeah, exactly, Tom. That you're... We are on the same page right there. I like I like the sweet, but you got to put the spicy sauce mm-hmm. in there. That's <laughs> I usually end up mix if a place offers like a flight of sauce of uh, you know some sure. various options. I'll, I'll mix them up and I because I want the spicy, but I want right. to get that thick sweet sauce mm-hmm. on yeah. there too. Yeah, yeah. So that's the way yeah. I typically go. And usually, what's um, what sauce you like is kind of what what area of the country that you like your barbecue to come from because that that is yeah. really a good determinant. As to uh, where your barbecue is coming from, is it coming from the Carolinas? Is it coming from Texas, et cetera? Um, you know, it's it's a lot basically. You, you'll you'll know by based on the sauce. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's the regional sign right there. Depending on what you what <laughs> you your like go to is, probably. If you like a dry rub, you're probably from Memphis, <laughs> um, or Saint or Saint Louis. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, I wanted to mention the the Tortuga Tavern, the the sandwich there. Of course, the Slaw dog has mm-hmm. slaw on it, but also the poured, pulled pork sandwich has slaw on it as well. So I know some people don't love slaw, so that's something maybe to mention, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you could order it without. Um, but I do, I don't always do it, but I do occasionally like that slaw on my barbecue yeah. sandwich. Yeah, so, it's a nice compliment yeah. to it. Yeah, a little creamy with a little bit of the, you know, the richness from the barbecue sauce. I think it just, I think it complements it a mm-hmm. lot of times. Yeah, I, yeah. I will often order a coleslaw just on the side of whenever I'm having barbecue anywhere right. if they if they offer it. Yeah, I think it gives a nice crunch if you like mm-hmm. a varying right. texture as, right. as well. Right. So, yeah. So Magic Kingdom, uh, I think you got to step up your barbecue game mm-hmm. just a little bit, but. And, and I agree. Eventually, they should at least have a, a cart or something right. with some barbecue. Sure. Yeah. Weren't they not, doing not something at Diamond Horseshoe for a while? They were. And I got to tell you, I was extremely disappointed when I was doing my research for today's conversation because that was going to be my recommendation mm-hmm. in Magic Kingdom. But now the food they offer there is almost identical to Liberty Tree. Oh. Mm. Yeah, okay. it's the turkey pot roast roasted yeah. pork, which is great. Yeah, it's right. good stuff, yeah. but... Yeah, it's yeah. kind of since since you can get that somewhere else, and there's no place to get barbecue really outside of like you said, Tortuga Tavern. Right. Um, it would be nice to have that as an alternative. Yeah, I was just, I'm assuming they must share a kitchen Probably. or something. Right. I know yeah, they're close yeah. close proximity, so maybe right. it's just easier just to have. Now the interesting thing would be what's the price difference on those two meals? <laughs> essentially the same. Then go to the Diamond Horseshoe. Yeah, right. really. Um. So anyway, all right. So that's Magic Kingdom. Okay. Uh, but oh, I have one other disappointing thing, a little bit off topic, just to mention it in terms of Magic Kingdom food. I was recently looking to see if the Friars Nook still had the buffalo chicken tots. Mm-hmm. They're off the menu. What? What? Off the menu. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Temporarily or? I don't know. I I'm not sure. Right now they've got like a mac and cheese option uh, mm-hmm. with your tots, and then there was something else, but they didn't did not mm-hmm. have the. Buffalo chicken. Tots, That's disappointing. Which, Tom, you went out of your way to put together the a, a knockoff <laughs> recipe just for me because you know you know I love those buffalo chicken tots. Right. And so yeah. 
Well, you can still go back to the Disney Dishes blog and whip up some at home if you want. <laughs> there you go. All right. Moving on. Um, so it was a little bit of a surprise to me that I was going to put Epcot second here, but I'm doing it because I was a little shocked with how many options the other the other places have. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so Epcot, the Regal Eagle Smokehouse located right. in the America Pavilion. It's a relatively new place. It's fantastic. I, I really I've heard people be somewhat critical and say, oh, it's it's sort of like fair to mid in terms of the barbecue. I really enjoy it. Um, this is a place where they do have a like sauce stations where you can mm-hmm. get the various sauces right. so you can get as much or a little as what you want. Um, they've got ribs, they've got pulled pork, they've got the brisket, the half chicken, yeah. the burnt end fries, mm-hmm. right? Ooh, and they have jackfruit. They also have those homemade pickles on the side, which I know isn't barbecue, but I, I enjoy the homemade pickles mm-hmm. as yeah. well. Right. So this is my Epcot recommendation. I again a little surprised. I didn't really see. You know, you think about World Showcase. You're probably not going to find another uh, barbecue option right. in World Showcase. But but even in World Celebration now, like uh, Sunshine Seasons used to offer right. a, mm-hmm. a. I think it was like a triple decker barbecue sandwich or something. Yeah, they something had it for like a while, yeah. and it was great. They don't have that anymore. Right. Um. So options somewhat limited. But maybe they're just trying to focus all their effort, efforts on Regal Eagle. One thing I like about this place is they've got the smoker out front. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that same thing. You can smell yeah. it all the way across yeah. World Showcase. I mean, like yeah. you'll be on the other end of port of entry. You're like, what's that? Is there a fire? <laughs> like, oh, no, that's just the smoker firing up across the way. Drawing you in. It's one of the great things yep. about barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, and the seating, they have like whether you want to sit indoors or outdoors. Yeah, or, yeah. Especially now when it's right. 180 outside here, right. with a you know a million percent humidity in Florida. Yeah, uh, you might want to sit inside <laughs> and have, enjoy your barbecue. But absolutely, um, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I, it's really a place that we've hit up, you know, a couple of times, but I'd really like to do it more. It's just the problem is we always get lured in by the festival food. And, yeah, yeah. And so it's it's been tough for us to get there as often as we should, but uh, we're looking forward to sampling it much more for sure. I think the people who haven't tried it, it's probably for the same reason. It's festival food, and then you're in Epcot, which right. is, there's so many great food options. Yeah, even when the, even in a right. non-festival time. Right, right. So we've know, been saying that on a lot of Epcot restaurants. Like <laughs> at some point we're going to hit that, and like yeah, that two-week period when there's actually no <laughs> festival going on. Maybe we'll visit during that and we'll be able to do it. Hey, you're so much closer now. You're going to spend more time in Epcot and you're right. going to get more opportunities. For sure. True. For sure. And uh, I, another positive I'll say about Regal Eagle is they offer mobile ordering, which right. I'm always a fan yes. of. Um, I believe Tortuga does too. I'm not sure, but I would be shocked if they, maybe they don't. Now yeah. that I'm thinking about it. I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't I, think they I, do. Yeah, that surprises me, but I think you might be right on that that they don't. Yeah. I mean, while you're talking, I will check and uh, see if I can find out what's going on with Tortuga Tavern. Okay. And well, and also Tortuga Tavern isn't always open. That's one of those places that will mm-hmm. occasionally on lower attendance days it won't be open, and they might have weird hours as well. Right. So, but Regal yeah. Eagle always open. Um, they've got the bar out front where you can get your blackberry moonshine, right. um, or your frozen mint julep or your Tennessee lemonade, yes. any of that stuff. Um, and they've got good options that I think you can get similar stuff, uh, in, in the restaurant as well. Right. Um, so 
all positives. Plus, it's yeah. Muppet themed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, by the way, just checked Tortuga Tavern. Uh, no mobile yeah. order there. Yeah. So you were yeah. correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was correct on second guessing. My <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, Regal Eagle, that's, that's the place to go. Yeah. Um, and I would recommend the brisket mm -hmm. uh, from Regal Eagle. I really like the brisket yeah. there. Nice. Yep. Yeah. We will definitely delve into that sometime yeah. soon when we get out there. Although food and wine starting now, so maybe in a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> November. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Are we ready to go on over to yes. Animal Kingdom? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. Animal Kingdom. Now you you've mentioned it a couple times. I know Michelle, you've had the Flame Tree mm -hmm. barbecue, but right. this is another great place. They've got several of the different barbecue fa favorites: ribs, chicken, mm -hmm. pulled pork. Mm -hmm. The barbecue mac and cheese is a favorite of mine. Mm -hmm. Um and it's one of the things I love about Flame Tree Barbecue is I love the location. Now, mm -hmm. it doesn't have any indoor seating, but it has way more seating than you think it does. Right. Like as soon as you step, you get your food, you kind of step to the right and go behind the building. There is a whole a plaza of seating down right. by the water. Yep. Which used to be a great place to watch kite tails. <laughs> I <days>. know. <laughs> um. But now it's a nice place for good views. I mean, eventually there'll be a show on the water again, I'm sure. Of course. Um, but you can enjoy Everest as a backdrop. And right. you'll have the, you get the character flotillas that go yeah. by, which is fun as well. So it's it's a good place to go. Um, again, I, I, I wouldn't say this is the highest quality barbecue mm -hmm. that you're going to mm -hmm. find in Disney, but... I think that the barbecue mac and cheese, if you're, it's, it's a, it's a heavy, big portion. If you're, if you're looking for something to kind of fill you up mm -hmm. and you want that barbecue, scratch that barbecue itch, I think it does a good job. Right. Right. So yeah, I, I would definitely uh, check that out. Now, here's one of the things I wanted to throw in because I actually, I guess this has been around a while. I somehow didn't know it was a thing until I randomly happened upon it my last time in magic or in animal kingdom, but one of their booths <laughs> it's called the eight spoon cafe oh yeah they yeah. they offer something called the pulled pork jelly donut sandwich what wow yes <laughs> it sounds like a lot it, it does, does. <laughs> and it looks like a lot uh, i i have not sampled this yet uh, I did read up on it. Apparently, they use Krispy Kreme donuts. So that oh was my a, gosh. a fun wow. fact. Um, and they, uh, the the article that I read said that the cast members said they are grape-filled donuts, which would grape? be shocking. <laughs> that would be shocking <laughs> to me. Yes. Grape <laughs> jelly in a donut, I don't think I've ever had no. or, or seen. Oh, yeah. that's No, it's always... It's a Dunkin' Donut thing. Is it a Dunkin' thing? Yeah. Grape? Or grape and... Yeah. Wow. Well, At least in Massachusetts I've never when I was seen little. It. Yeah. It's always been cherry or strawberry. I've never raspberry. Yeah, yeah something I've like that. Never seen grape. Yeah, so that Concord would be a surprise. Grapes, Concord. <laughs> you gotta have grapes. That, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> um, but the reviews I read said that it was really good. I I would like to try this. Um, I I sent a well as soon as I saw the menu, I sent a picture of it to my girlfriend Casey, and I was like, "Look at this!" And she was like, "Oh my gosh, we're trying that." All right. <laughs> so. Like Review it. coming soon. Nice. Nice. I can't wait for yeah. that one. Yeah. I got to hear all about this <laughs> jelly donut pulled pork well, it's sandwich. It's got your sweet there. <laughs> yeah. 
It's got a lot of sweetness going on with yeah. that savory. That, that, that has got to hit a lot of different flavor notes, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then you probably need a nap after that. Yes. Yes. But those are, that's really the Animal Kingdom recommendations. I, I, you know, it could be that maybe there's some pulled pork tucked in here and there at other places. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I tend to, when I'm there for lunch, I tend to gravitate to other places. So uh, Flame Tree is is really the only thing that mm-hmm. ever pulls me away from either Nomad or Satu Lee. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's that's my, it's it's sort of people, people know it. They know it's there. Mm-hmm. And I would say it's, it's worth giving it a try nice. if, if you're thinking about it. A lot of times you'll see some specialty items, by the way, you know, obviously we're talking mostly about things where you can find barbecue on a regular basis, but a lot of times you'll go and they'll be like, for such and such celebration, the specialty burger with pulled pork on it or whatever, or something like that. Stuff like that pops up from time to time. Especially at Nomad. Nomad will have. Some yeah, they sometimes things. throw. Yeah, I mean, everywhere they, it's almost always there's something going on there. It's yeah. like, oh, we're gonna celebrate this holiday with this special day in food or whatever. Right. You know, whatever. <laughs> so you you've tried Flame Tree, Michelle. What were your thoughts on Flame Tree? I really liked it. You know, it was convenient. You know, they do have mobile ordering. I'm trying to think. I think I actually went up though and ordered because um, I think the time that it was giving me was going to be way <laughs> you just have the line you're like, like well, yeah, I'm not going like, to do well, that I'm short and <laughs> I can get food now um, but no I really liked it uh, you know it came with a slaw it was spicy it had that the the crunch the richness of the slaw I loved it and that was the, the plant-based sausage mm-hmm. you had right okay. oh yeah that's yeah, wonderful it, it was it's a spicy something I can't remember now exactly hmm. I had notes but <laughs> I didn't bring him to the party today. <laughs> I did some research, but <laughs> that's okay. I've, I've done plenty of field work. <laughs> all right, that's all right. We're, we're, we're bringing on the barbecue, the barbecue expert. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm ready now to talk about the big shock to me, which was now I think that. Hollywood Studios has become the king in terms Mm -hmm. of barbecue in the theme parks. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So there's a couple reasons. One is Woody's Lunchbox had already been a place Mm -hmm. where you could go and you could get the barbecue brisket milk. Right. Which that has been something I've picked up several times. Mm. It's never disappointed. It's always Mm. good. Um, It almost almost feels like comfort food because it basically tastes like a, a... Plussed up grilled cheese. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I highly recommend trying that if you haven't. Um, as I was looking through the menus to verify, I found out that Backlot Express mm-hmm. offers a smoked barbecue pulled right, pork burger. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're talking about. You right. got a burger, you put the pulled pork on top yeah, of it. it looked um, amazing. <laughs> and then... And then Sci-Fi Dine-In offers one as well, mm-hmm. which I'm guessing is probably a little higher quality because their burger they talk about is like, you know, all these different fancy meats combined. And um, so I'm, I don't think it would be the same thing. You could get it Backlot Express, but it's in theory the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe just a little better. And Sci-Fi also has smoked barbecue wings. Mm. So... That's another option. That's on the, I believe, the starter menu. So and yeah. you got the ambiance of the sci-fi because right. oh, it's great. one of the best places to go visit if you, especially if you haven't been to Walt Disney World or have never tried sci-fi. You've got to try sci-fi yeah. at yeah. some point. Yeah. So much fun. It is. It's it's a great place. I think if you were going to rank themed dining in mm-hmm. the parks, it would be top three. Oh, for sure. It would, yeah. it, it would yeah. be up there. 
Right. I know people are going to debate me and they're going to say like 50s prime time is probably a better thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think sci-fi is more immersive. Yeah, sci-fi is it's unique. Yeah. You know, really yeah. unique. It's it's lunch or dinner and a show kind of at the same yeah. time as yeah. well. It's just it's just fun. Yeah. Plus, I will always argue if you're looking for a place that maybe is a little more subdued mm-hmm. to eat. It's mm-hmm. hard to find at Walt Disney World. Right. Sci-fi dining is the place. Bec- and I think I, my theory is the low lighting mm-hmm. where you're sitting in the dining room right. and plus they're playing stuff on the screen and people sort of naturally are programmed to be like, oh, we can't really be talking loud. There's a show on. Right, right. right. Yeah. And the, the seating as well because, you know, you're not having a bunch of people around a table since you're yeah. in like a not supposed to be in a car. It's like yeah. three rows deep. So you got like two or three people in each row. That's so true. there's probably a little less conversation going on because yeah. not everybody is face to face with one another right. at the same time. Yeah, I noticed. I didn't realize this. I noticed they do have some picnic tables. Yeah, in the back. Be seated at. I've never been seated at one, but I I know they exist. And it just I happened to see them, and I was like, oh, I didn't even know those were back there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But but still, it's it's like um, for for a place that really is geared towards families. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that restaurant is, and and it it tends to be kind of quiet and calm by by comparison to other places. So I, I always give that sales pitch if people are. Thinking about sci-fi. Okay. Yeah. Fifties prime time is not quiet or calm. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but of course now we have to talk about, you know, the the new reservation location in Hollywood Studios just opened in Toy Story Land. Rodeo Roundup Barbecue is the place to go if you want that full all you care to enjoy all the different kinds of, of barbecue options, but they don't have pulled pork. Mm. which I thought was shock- shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they have pretty much everything else. Uh, fun adult drinks, fun kid drinks, great desserts. I mean, this place, if you're looking for that Hollywood Studios, uh, a sit-down uh, meal where everybody's going to have a little something that they can find that they would enjoy, and you're going to get plenty of food, I, I think you know Rodeo Roundup is now the the place to go cool. for your barbecue fix. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. I, I actually, so I was in Hollywood Studios this week on Tuesday, and I, and I wish I'd been thinking, um, oh, I'm going to be talking about this with Tom and Michelle this week, <laughs> because I get I get into the park, and I was like, oh, I wonder if any place, you know, if I could snag a reservation right now um, and just see where I could go. Rodeo Roundup showed up, but the reservation was at, I think it was like at 4.45, and I'm like, I'm not quite ready to eat yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so I ended up not doing it. But uh, so I haven't been there yet, um, but I'm kicking myself. I should have done. I don't know why. I, I would have been perfect timing. Right. So I failed. Do better. Yeah. Do better. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. It's always good. But also, I was like, I can't. To. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I can get my money's worth um, all by myself anyway. And, yeah, I know it's a place so. on our list that we want right. to sample soon. Um, we have not had the chance either, but. Right. Um, it, everything about it is like shouts us like that is going to be a fun place that you're really going to enjoy yeah. it yeah. Um, yeah. and have a great time and eat some good food. Yeah. So, yeah. And they do have the vegan platter, which by the way, I've heard in a couple different reviews is just as good, if not better than really? the meat platter. Nice. Good. Yeah. All right. Again, Michelle, yeah. not vegan, but I know she'll be yeah, excited to sample that it, for yes. sure. So. And I think the way that it works is once you get your first portion, you can order more and it doesn't have to be the same thing. So if you had gone with the 
if the the meat platter but then you're like yeah we want to reorder but can we try the vegan one i'm sh- i don't think that would be an issue oh, that'd right. be great because um, yeah. it's all the same price right you know? yeah. yeah um but yeah that's hollywood those are the parks wow and, and the funny thing is i mean you were talking about like disneyland not really having barbecue options um it was a little bit of a surprise to me as i was doing this and putting the list together that there isn't more Right. right. I agree. Barbecue barbecue's kind of a staple. It's, right. it, you yeah. would think it's sort of an easy thing right. for them to serve in the parks. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean a lot of it carries over well. It's easy to to, to keep and you know, I mean especially since it's slow cooked a process anyway yeah. that it's not it would it seems even if they're carrying it over from a centralized kitchen somewhere that it's something that they could do easily enough and spread throughout the yeah. parks even like you said with carts or something at various mm-hmm. locations. I'm I'm a little surprised that they don't have more of it, but yeah, I, mean, I guess it just makes it that much more special when you do find it in the parks. Right, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know they do the uh, the spring rolls over in Adventureland, and I know they try different ones seasonally. I mm-hmm. wonder if they've ever done a barbecue spring roll, and if not, I'm putting it out right now. Disney, yeah. are you listening? <laughs> we know they listen. Well, well, if not, I'm putting it out right now. I'm thinking maybe, maybe in Disney dishes. Blog item. <laughs> We've I done the carne asada spring roll, trying to encourage them to do that. Maybe I have to do a, the uh, pulled pork oh. spring roll yeah. or something. Yeah. Nice. This this new one that they've got right now, the chicken ham and cheese one, is is weird, and I don't know why they decided to do it. Hmm. Yeah. It's just ham and cheese would have been good enough because right. they give you mustard on the side. You yeah. can just dip like a ham and cheese why sandwich. Chicken yeah. in there. But right. why did they put chicken in it? And I feel like the chicken is prominently featured, and it tended to be yeah. for me. They, it was just. Are they trying to do like a cordon bleu type thing? Because that's chicken, ham, and cheese. Maybe it is. Maybe that's what they were going for, but it just wasn't super flavorful. Hmm. So anyway, it's too bad it's not flavorful. That's that's the biggest problem. You know, if it's a little weird, fine. If it tastes good, okay. Uh, But if it's not even, if it doesn't even taste great, then what's the point? Yeah. 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 So. We're putting it out there. It's the next thing, the next seasonal item will be a pulled pork spring roll. Yeah. yeah. Fingers crossed. What about at uh, um, Disney Disney Springs? Any place at Disney Springs that you think is a decent place to pick yeah, up some barbecue? So, a couple. Yeah, for sure. Um, one of them that uh, may surprise some people, or, or maybe not, is over at the Smokehouse at House of Blues. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, a, a lot of barbecue options over at the House of Blues. They've got barbecue nachos, which... If you know me, you know I love nachos. I've already talked about I love barbecue. You put those two things together. Barbecue nachos are one of my favorite things in the world. So, nice. the, yeah, that, that's one of the few places you can get it on Disney property. Um, they do have baby back ribs as well, which is another thing I didn't see anywhere else. Um, they've got the pulled pork and smoked brisket. So, 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 so good things over there. Um, Paradiso 37 has a Hawaiian pulled pork, mm-hmm. which... They have a slice of pineapple on that sandwich, which I look, I like pineapple. I don't, I'm not a fan when you start throwing it onto other foods. Most times I don't really like it on pizza. I don't think that I would like it on this pulled pork sandwich. I haven't had it. Maybe it's great, but I'd rather go eat that jelly donut. (laughs) So. People may love it. I don't know. I, that seems very Hawaiian. It is very Hawaiian. Very Hawaiian it is yeah. very, I mean, it's, you know, you get the, some of the Kahlua pork with, you know, some slice of good slice of Hawaiian pineapple and it's, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, have you ever tried the, the pulled pork nachos from Captain Cook's? I have not. I have that on the list. I haven't tried them. Do those, they also? Those have are one of our good. favorites, actually. We yeah. love it. And they has a little pineapple okay. slaw on there. I mean, it's. 
Okay. You know, it's a salsa oh, okay. slash it's slaw, slaw, but yeah. it's, it's, okay. It's, it's, it's like one of our go-to treats. Like we'll go sit by the pool, um, out there with, uh, you know, a couple cocktails and a tray of the, uh, pulled pork nachos. It's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. All right. I trust you. Yeah. And I am willing to try it. It's, and it's an right. excuse to get to the Polynesian right. and sit that's by right. the pool. So. Yeah. We all have to try it together at some point soon. Yeah. Ah, that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, now the place that people rave about and they say that it is the best barbecue you can get on Disney property is the Polite Pig at Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now, they have the full entourage of barbecue. They've got the wings. They have barbecue meatballs. They have the slider, pulled pork slider, smoked turkey, pulled pork brisket, smoked salmon. Um, they've got everything and a huge whiskey selection. So <laughs> sounds like your kind of place. It, it it's right up my alley, and I I think barbecue and whiskey pairs beautifully together, mm-hmm. if I may mm-hmm. say so. Um, so uh, I I think it's great. Um, would I say it's maybe the best on property? I I don't know. I mean, I think certain items may be because there's certain mm-hmm. things you can get there you can't get anywhere else. Right. Um. And it, it it does feel like more of a traditional. I'm going to a barbecue joint, sure. and you know, you know, this is like a place where they've got the pit out back, and right, you know, that sort of thing. So, I, I see why people love it, and and it's it's to me, I think, as far as Disney goes, reasonably priced for the food items and things. So, mm-hmm. I, I I get why it has its fans. <laughs> I tend, I don't know. I I think when I hear people say it's like the this is the best place I've ever been. To. It's got the best on property. I'm like, eh, I don't. It's good. <laughs> it's good. I'll give you that. Right. But it just makes me wonder if people have tried some of the other stuff. Right. You know, right. You know what I mean? Um, because I don't do- know that it's like head and shoulders. Right. Have you done any? Um, we just talked about the poly, but have you done any of the other resorts? Um, I know, like Wilderness Lodge has some things. Mm-hmm. You can find stuff there. at Roaring Fork and right. Yeah. Sometimes they have uh, this, something at the Geyser Point as right. well. This is a, a perfect segue, Michelle, because Ooh. the next thing on my list was probably my favorite thing to recommend Ooh. for barbecue, which is Whispering Canyon Cafe. Hmm. Um, the platter they serve there is very reminiscent of what you used to be able to get at the Diamond Horseshoe, although I found that the Whispering Cafe barbecue was better. Mm-hmm. Um and, and it is, it's a similar setup to uh, rodeo roundup. It's an all you care to eat family style. Right. They bring you out a platter and there's, um, I think four different options for the mm-hmm. barbecue platters that you choose. Um, I think the one that I like to get it's, Oh, what is it called? It's the, it's like the piggy one. <laughs> um, so it has like every pork product you can imagine. Uh, but they also have burnt in nachos Ooh. on the menu. Um, They've got ribs. It's got braised pork belly. They've got piggy wings, which are delightful if you've never had piggy wings. And they also have smoked salmon as well. And then they do have a, a, if it's not vegan, it's a vegetarian um, option Mm -hmm. uh, there as well. So, yeah. And they have the jackfruit, the barbecue jackfruit. Right, right. Um, Whispering Canyon's fun. Now, this is the opposite end experience as what I mentioned on Sci-Fi Dine-In because it is not calm and quiet. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's round. Whispering is yeah. not, there's not a lot of whispering yeah. going on there. No, you just go through the lobby and you can tell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But 
uh, man, they, they give you as much food as you want. Um, it's similar to what I mentioned about uh, Roundup Barbecue. So after that first order, you can order, um, and, and we have done this, you can order other platters as your second. The, the way that it works um, at, at Whispering Canyon is every person could order, like to opt in, opt out of the platter. So we actually did have that happen where someone at the table didn't want to get the all-you-care-to-eat platter, mm. and they got their own thing. And they just charge you for whoever does opt into it, and mm. then they'll bring you, you know, more of whatever you want right. as you go. But I'm pretty sure all all of the platters are the are the same price. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, but it's good. I I always if you can get over there, I, man, Whispering Canyon has such great options between yeah. uh, Roaring Fork, Geyser Point, Storybook Dining. Like, man, right? Uh, that's that's a, that's a strong restaurant lineup. Yeah, yes. there's no question. Yes. One of our favorites right. for sure. For sure. So much about that resort is right. phenomenal. Awesome. Yeah. So so that that was the one I was building up to was nice. the Whispering Canyon Cafe. Now, uh, something that I put on the list because I know it may come back is a place that I've never been, but I know other people have recommended, and that's Trails End. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Currently closed for a right. refurbishment, mm-hmm. and I know when it comes back, it's going to be a little different. Will it still have barbecue? I don't know. I would I, hope. I think it will yeah. because it's it's right next to Hoopty Doo, and you know, okay. um, you know, a lot of the food they they do have ribs and such at the, the Hoopty Doo. Mm-hmm. I mean, of right. course, they had the fried chicken and stuff, which they also had there. Um, but I'm sure they will. Uh, Trails. Um, they also have P and J's Southern Takeout, which I believe is still open there, mm-hmm. and that still serves ribs and chicken and some other okay. things as right. well. Um, we have been to Trails End. Yeah. Um, I think we've, have we ever done dinner there? We, I know we've done brunch there a couple times. Yeah. yeah I think I've done dinner there. <clears throat> the, yeah. well, I can just say for brunch, they even have barbecue out there for brunch. And one of my oh, favorite well, okay. things is the smoked brisket hash. Oh, which is yeah. so <laughs> darn like I, I just give me three plates of the brisket hash. I don't even need any of all this other stuff you're serving out there because it is so good. Oh, that's making my mouth water. So, right now. That sounds great. I'm yeah, hoping they bring that back. Yeah. Um, like I said, I do think that somehow just based on where it's located and what's going right. on, that they're that some sort of smoked meats will be part of the equation. The campers there. Want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just don't know for sure what the menu will be like, right. but uh, so you think you've had dinner there? Yeah. A, a, a while back. Um, no, it was, it was, it was good too. I mean, um, it was had, a, you know, like a carving station for the brisket and things like mm-hmm. that as well. But a lot, a lot of offerings to company. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Was, so hopefully that'll come back bigger and better than ever. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I think it will. I think they're going to refer refurbish it. Um, maybe it made something. It might not be Trails End anymore, but uh, whatever they end up doing with that will end up being something. I, I think it'll it'll fit and it'll be. I, I imagine the food will be good. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say I, di- I didn't mention Hoop Doo number one because I've never done it, and also I was trying to pick places that are more traditional mm-hmm. restaurant sure. type experiences but i wanted to throw one more in before i totally wrap up um and and this is a place that i also have not been but um it's a little out of the way over at animal kingdom lodge at Jico. um they right. one of the options is the slow cooked beef short rib that um was on a few lists as i was doing my my research for this as as a good barbecue option so i know i wasn't really talking about smoked ribs or those sorts right. of things i know this is a little different but just wanted to throw it out as another resort option 
if you're yeah. over at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Nice. Another great place. Yeah. There's a lot of, another place with some really <laughs> underrated restaurants. I mean, everybody knows Sanaa and they know right. their bread service or whatever. But I mean, the restaurants, the dining places there around Animal Kingdom Lodge are pretty darn good yes. and interesting. Right. Unique yeah. food that you won't find in a lot of other places. But that's all I've got. Very good. Oh, that's great. Though. Bottom line, though. Okay. You can only go to one. People are coming uh-huh. out there. They got a hankering for barbecue. You got your choice, but you can only go to one. Justin Monorail, barbecue expert. <laughs> Where are they going? Or, well, first I'd say, ahoy, mate. <laughs> what you're going to want to do is drag your peg leg over to the Whispering Canyon Cafe. There yeah. Yeah. There you got, you got to do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially with all the options. Um, and the, the the service and the experience, like you put it all together, it's 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 a great place to go. If you've never been there, make your way over over to Wilderness Lodge, and I feel like you won't be disappointed. Yeah, make a reservation. You'll know, you'll be able to go over there and and have a nice meal, and then also tour what is a wonderful resort and yes. check it out and and have a good time out there for yeah. sure. So yeah. I like it. They, their breakfast menu is also very good looking. It's have good. I, we did that recently. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It looks yeah. great. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you, Justin. Really yeah. appreciate opening your, our eyes on a lot of great spots we have to hit up in the yes. near future for sure to try some good barbecue. But really, I mean, we brought you on because you are a barbecue expert and we wanted you to talk about it. <laughs> but part of the reason we also brought you on is because we heard, a, I know it's a little more than a rumor now, <laughs> that the Passholder Lounge, after a bit of a hiatus, is about to make its triumphant return. Is that correct, Justin Monorail? Yes, the rumors are true. <laughs> it, it's time to reopen the Passholder Lounge. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. I'm very excited. I, you know, I took a break, um, needed a little time, call it a mental health break. There were things going on just, you know, personally that I was dealing with and trying to get my schedule in order. Um, and now that, now that things are settling out and leveling out again, I'm ready to get back into it. Um, changing up the format just a little bit, you know, I was doing a a live show every month, every week. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's a lot, especially Mm -hmm. when you are planning guests, every show planning content. And I tend to be occasionally on a weeknight having too much imbibement, um, (laughs) uh, because we play the, the shots game, the password. Um, but, uh, anyway, um, cutting it back. So the live show, uh, we'll do once a month and, and really it's going to be more of a virtual happy hour, virtual hang with my, with my friends, friends nice. like you, Michelle and Tom, um, going to have uh, sort of, a an, an interesting cast of characters that rotate in every, every month. Um, but I didn't want that to be the only content for the Passholder lounge. So in addition to that. Also going to be doing a traditional podcast um, once a month. And adding to that, I now will be starting a blog. Wow. So lots going on. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're interested at all, you want to be part of it, you want to come hang out with with cool people like Tom and Michelle, then I would recommend coming to the website. You can do it two ways. One, you could go to justinmonorail.com. I finally bought (laughs) that domain. (laughs) So you can go to justinmonorail.com or you can go to the passholderlounge.com and both will take you to the new Passholder Lounge website. Very cool. I think, uh, Michelle, I know you agree with me on this, that um, he, you know, you've heard it here. 
you've heard him on the show before. Hopefully, you've heard him in his other uh, ventures that he's had going on. We know Justin is a talented and entertaining person yes. and um, does a great job with all the stuff he decides to put his finger on, you know. And so I know that this, you know, bringing the Passholder Lounge back a little bit revamped is going to be a good thing, right? Oh, yeah. Totally looking forward to it. It's It's been missed, sorely missed. Um, I, it was one of the podcasts that I cherished listening to every week. Um, Justin, you do an amazing job. You're very... Uh, entertaining. You are great with your, when you have guests on of drawing out all the best from them. And it's something that everybody enjoys listening to. So this is awesome news. Oh, I don't know if I deserve all that. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it means a lot. I appreciate it. I'm excited to get back to it. And it's, it's, it's kicking off this week, right on the 18th. Is that right? That's correct. Uh, so July 18th at eight o'clock on the YouTube. And if you need to locate that just directly on YouTube, it's the Passholder Lounge. Um, and it'll, you know, there's links on the website. Um, I'm no longer on Twitter, but I am on Instagram. And so you can find me in all those places. Eight o'clock live show, um, the 18th, and then we'll do it the third Thursday uh, or third Tuesday of every month is what we'll shoot for. Nice. I think you still have the Passholder Lounge Facebook group. And I'm yeah, incorrect. that's correct as well. Yeah, yeah so that, that's place. still up. So I, I'm in a, I'm in some several, you know, social media locations, just not Twitter. And I'm not doing threads. <laughs> I'm not doing we're, it. We're on threads. <laughs> we gave in. Everybody else is doing it. It's Instagram. We'll jump off pictures. the cliff. Why not? <laughs> but no, thank you all so much for having me. Thank you for the kind words. And, oh, sure. uh, you know, I... I really, I love your all's show so much. I love you both so much. And, and it means, Thank you. it <laughs> it means the world to me to have you in my corner. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And we will try and make it to as many of those shows as we can because, yeah. you know, we love you too. And we're so happy to call you our friend and we're excited for your new venture. Well, you know, continuing an older, yeah. more revamped venture, <laughs> but I know it's going to be fantastic. I'm Looking forward to it all. The live show, the podcast, the blog. It's yeah. it's, it's going to be fantastic. That'll be cool having a blog to read down to. There may be some discussion of Nomad Lounge on the blog. I'll just, you know, spoiler <laughs> okay <with> alert. Your <laughs> <laughs> blog that. posts about the Nomad Lounge. <laughs> little tiny little column for blog posts about anything else besides that. <laughs> with a special subset for Dem Ribs. That's right. <laughs> they may need their permanent page. We'll find out. Surprised <laughs> they don't have already their own Facebook group. <laughs> well, Justin, thank you so much for sharing your expertise with uh, everybody out there. And uh, again, we're just so happy to have you as our friend. And um, we're so excited for what's to come with you here in the very, very, very near future. Thank you both. Thanks again. Thanks again to Justin Monorail. Um, It's just always so good to spend some time with him, especially talking about something that we all love, but uh, he's an expert at, and we're talking Disney barbecue. Yeah, no, and, you know, as I mentioned, he he did great research, which was so helpful to help our podcast be better, but he's just such a great person and love the information and, and how he 
really has that firsthand knowledge of so much. Right, right. And I think it was very informative for us even. We knew a lot of these Mm -hmm. places, even though we haven't sampled the food necessarily there yet, but we knew where they existed. But it was good to hear kind of a breakdown of it. That way, you know, we can know when we are looking for like a pulled pork sandwich or some, um, you know, some brisket or whatever, um, where we might be able to find the best of it. And um, it's a lot of places we love. So we will definitely be checking a lot of that out. And I hope you learned something from it as well. Right. For sure. You can share with us what your favorite barbecue food is over at, uh, whether it's Walt Disney World or Disneyland. Disneyland Paris. I haven't even thought about it. Do they have barbecue in Paris? Yeah, they do. <laughs> French barbecue, barbecue escargot. I don't know. I'm trying to remember now. I did. <laughs> I, I had looked at it a while back, thinking I might bring it up, but then I realized it's just not going to probably fit into it to the podcast. But yes, it is our barbecue eclair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They have the the area, you know, the big Thunder Mountain and all yeah, that. Yeah, I know, I know. Land it wouldn't surprise me if they have some sort of barbecue there, but yeah. I just don't know. I mean, we have, well, I guess we'll find out maybe when we go back in yeah. a couple of years because that's, that's on the docket. Exactly. Uh, yeah, for sure. Now, before we get to the Disney stories of the week, I want to talk a little bit about our great friend, Nate, with Main Street and more travel because let's face it, we all have trips we're thinking about taking in the very near future. Well, if you do, whether it be to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise, or anywhere in the world beyond, let me tell you, Nate is the certified Disney vacation planner that you are going to want to get in contact with. Oh my gosh, for sure. You know, as we, you know, mention all the time, he really has firsthand knowledge of things so he can really help you plan customize a a trip that is going to be the best for you answer your questions it's really concierge level planning that doesn't cost you anything high end it is high end stuff that he will help you out with answer all your questions he is there for you to make sure your trip wherever it may be be the best it possibly can be. And as Michelle mentioned, no extra cost to you. That's because either Disney or whatever other travel branch that he works through pays him for you. Your What you end up paying is exactly what you pay. If you did all that work yourself, only you can save that time and just relax and enjoy and let him set it all up for you. Right. And you know what? He may even be able to save you some money from you doing it alone because he is on top of all the deals and steals that are out there. Yeah. And there's never a guarantee. But let me tell you, if there's a discount out there, Nate will find it for you. So what you got to do is go to distripsandmore.com, fill out the form there and just contact him, talk to him, tell him what you want to do and let him get to work for you. Right. So as Tom mentioned, once you fill out that form, Nate will be back in touch with you to start that planning, but be sure to tell him that Tom and Michelle sent you. Yeah. Again, that's Nate with Main Street and more travel. Let's go ahead now and get to our Disney stories of the week. I, it wasn't a busy week, but I do have a few for you here. I'm going to start off with the fact that, hey, Bob Iger <laughs> is now the CEO until 2026 right. of the Walt Disney Company. He got extended by two more years. I don't think that was a tremendous surprise to us. Yeah, no. No, I think we were anticipating that was going to happen. Yeah, anybody who really thought that he was going to hand this off to somebody, find it, you know, try and get the company going again, find a successor and then yeah, you know, hand it off months, in, right, in, in yeah. basically a year and a half almost. 
probably not very likely. It doesn't surprise me that they tacked on two more years right. to his contract for yeah. sure. So uh, that was probably the biggest news yeah, uh, for the Disney company this mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was other big news. Uh, start with the primetime Emmy Award nominations were announced this week. And the Walt Disney Company will be a big part of that mm-hmm. event whenever it may take place. Right. Could be on time. Could be pushback. We don't know. Uh, This came from a Walt Disney Company press release. They said Disney Entertainment received a whopping 163 nominations. Phenomenal. Wow. (laughs) For the 75th Primetime Emmy Awards across its content brands and studio, including ABC, ABC News Studios, Disney Branded Television, Disney Plus, Disney Television Studios, which includes 20th Television Animation, 20th Television, and ABC Signature, FX, FX Productions, Hulu, National Geographic, Onyx Collective, which I've never heard of before, (laughs) Searchlight Pictures, Searchlight Television, and Walt Disney Studios, which of course includes 20th Century Studios, Lucasfilm Limited, Marvel Studios, and Walt Disney Pictures. No wonder they had so many. They they own half of the the business. They definitely had a lot of opportunities out there. Uh, Disney streaming platforms earned a total of 104 nominations with Hulu and Disney Plus receiving 64 and 40 nominations, respectively. I'm not going to go through all of them. As we said, mentioned, <laughs> there are so many here, but I am going to go through a few of the ones that I think that we love, some of the shows mm-hmm. and movies and so forth that we've watched uh, this year and see if there's some of your favorites as well. I'm going to start and I'm going to go down in kind of... Um, decreasing amount of nominations they receive. So okay. starting with the ones that we like, there are other shows that receive more, but the ones that we like that receive the most nominations, uh, the ones of those that received the most nominations was only murders in the building, yeah. which is on Hulu Such and 20th great. television. It received 11, 11 nominations, including outstanding lead actor in a comedy series for Martin short. That's his 15th lifetime nomination, wow. by the way. Uh, outstanding guest actor in a comedy series for Nathan Lane mm-hmm. and outstanding, outstanding writing in a com for a comedy series for the episode. I know who did it. So that is a great show. Yeah. Never watched uh, it. Um, go back, binge season yeah, one, start, season two starts from the beginning though. Yeah. That one you kind of have to, yeah, you do. You don't want to pick it up. You do. Midway. Uh, it is so good. Um, Steve Martin, uh, and, and Martin, Martin short. short. Mm-hmm. Um, so good. Uh, really, really love that show. Yeah. Uh, next on the list was The Mandalorian from Disney mm-hmm. Plus and Lucasfilm with nine nominations, including Outstanding Cinematography for a series that's a half hour episode series. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, another show we love, Abbott Elementary on ABC and 20th Television, Hulu as well. Right. Uh, it received eight nominations, including Outstanding Comedy Series, which I believe it won last yeah, year. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series for Quinta Brunson, who I believe also won, won last, last year. year. Yeah. Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series for Tyler James Williams and Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series for both Janelle James and Cheryl Lee Ralph. Shirley Ralph won last year mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And outstanding. I loved her yeah. speech too. Yeah, yeah, she was fantastic. Outstanding guest actress in a comedy series for Taraji P. Henson as well in that one. Yeah. Yeah. So a great show. Yeah. Love Abbott Elementary yeah. so much. It really is good. And and love what they are, you know, also trying to mm-hmm. do. You know, yeah. some of the community things that they do. Yeah. And if you like, like, if you like The Office and Parks and Recreation, um, the lot, some of the people that were behind that, mm-hmm. making, creating that, have created this as well or are, are a big part of the creation of right. this as well. Uh, Quinta Brunson is really the big 
um, person behind it. Right. But um, a lot of them are kind of the background to this, and it has that feel of like yeah, the office right. and like but, uh, Parks and Rec. And yeah, everything. the occasional interview kind of. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, Andor from Disney Plus and Lucasfilm received eight nominations, including Outstanding Drama Series, mm-hmm. Outstanding Cinematography for a Series, One Hour, Outstanding Directing for a Drama Series for the episode Rick's Road, and outstanding writing for a drama series for the episode One Way Out, which was phenomenal yes. writing. Yes. I mean, it, that one could win because <laughs> right. that was a, an amazing episode. Yeah, that really was. Uh, it was a great series, just a great you know, first season of that series. Right. And that may have been the best episode. Yeah, yeah. that was really good. Mm-hmm. Another show that you may be a little off your radar, but we loved it, was Welcome to Wrexham, mm-hmm. which is from FX. Right. Uh, it's also available on Hulu. It received six nominations. If you don't know what that show is, it's basically kind of a documentary series about uh, this Welsh soccer team, low-level soccer mm-hmm. team, football team, um, that Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhinney have, have purchased and right. the trials and tribulations of trying to get them through the season, you know, kind of get them to be better, a better right. team and, and, you know, and beloved within the community, especially when, you know, there's two kind of outsiders purchasing right. yes. this. You yeah. Know? How so to become accepted. And it's, it's a really right. good show. Um, yes. I, I highly recommend it. Uh, it was, it nominations were for outstanding unstructured reality program, outstanding cinematography for a reality program and outstanding directory uh, directing for a reality program for the episode wide world of whales. Mm-hmm. So very good. Yeah. yeah. Love that show. Mm -hmm. Another favorite of ours, Obi-Wan Kenobi, which was on Disney Plus and Lucasfilm Limited, uh, received five nominations, including Outstanding Limited or Anthology Series. So that's a big nomination Mm -hmm. for that show. Uh, This one is special that we loved. Encanto at the Hollywood Bowl, which was on Disney Plus and Disney branded television, received four nominations, including Outstanding Production Design for a Variety Special. We love Encanto and Encanto Live at the Hollywood Bowl was just, it was so fun. It was really great. The, The format that they used and how they, you know, brought that to, you know, the small screen or whatever was really good. Yeah. I, I, w- I had a much lower bar, I guess, set on it, and I wasn't expecting it to be th- that good. But it, it was really, really fun. Yeah. It was really fun. It I was. mean, look, part of the thing about Encanto is it's a great story, but it's really great music. And the fact that they can get them out there, a lot of the, the same actors right. and, um, from the series right. out there performing live on stage, it was yeah. magnificent. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, also receiving three nominations was Hocus Pocus 2 from Disney Plus and Walt Disney Pictures, <laughs> including Outstanding Television Movie. Uh, another series that we really enjoyed, a Marvel series that we really enjoyed, was Miss Marvel mm-hmm. on Disney Plus and Marvel Studios. It received three nominations, including Outstanding Picture Editing for a Limited or anth- Anthology Series or Movie. And this one is really interesting, and this isn't for... And let's just say this is for more of the adults in the audience. Okay, right here. History of the World Part 2, <laughs> which is on Hulu and 20th Television and Searchlight Television, which we watched the entire series, uh, received two nominations, including, this is kind of cool, Outstanding Character Voiceover Performance for Mel Brooks. Nice. It's his 14th Lifetime Emmy nomination. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. It was very entertaining, but yeah, you're right. It's it's for it's, the... It, it, it's, yeah, yeah. It's more of an it's R. Naughty. It's naughty. <laughs> R-rated. <laughs> yes. 
above the peachy. Adult subject matter yes. involved in that. Yes. But, uh, if you've ever seen History of the World Part 1, it's right. just a more modernized version of yes. that, but kind of the same concept. Right. So. Uh, there you go. So uh, a lot more nominations sure, out there. Sure. We didn't get to nearly everything. The Bear got a bunch of nominations and, and several other shows. Um, but good for the Walt Disney Company. Yeah, that's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And for all those, you know, some of the newer series that haven't yeah. been out doing so successfully. Yeah, very happy for Andor. Very happy for uh, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I know it got some... Some people weren't as crazy about Obi-Wan Kenobi. I thought it was great. I loved it. I thought, I mean, there's a couple of hokey parts. That I'm like, eh, okay, whatever. Yeah. But for the most part, I thought it was great. And it was just fantastic to see Ewan McGregor back in that role that he does so very well. Right, right, sure. exactly. Let's move on now. If you're headed to Disney Jollywood Nights this holiday season at the Walt Disney World Resort, and you're a D23 Gold member, there's an add-on that you may be interested in. This came from D23.com. They said it's a holiday vibe like you've never experienced before. Sights of sparkling decor, sounds of modern beats over classic holiday songs, tastes of craft cocktails and decadent dishes. We have to go. This is us. (laughs) This is us. It's nostalgic and it's glitz and glam galore. Again, it's us. This is Disney Jollywood Nights, a new separately ticketed event at Disney's Hollywood Studios at Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, Florida. Better yet, D23, the official Disney fan club, is excited to offer an exclusive D23 add-on experience. Mm -hmm. So this is, you already purchased your tickets to Disney Jollywood Nights, and then you're going to add this on on top of it. But it's only for two nights, so know that going in. It's for Monday, November 27th, and Wednesday, November 29th this special event and here's what you get if you decide to go ahead and add this on to already all the fabulous fun that's going on at disney jollywood nights you'll receive a d23 reserved viewing area for disney jollywood nights exclusive nighttime spectacular jingle bell jingle bam (laughs) so you'll get a special spot to check that out you will also get entry into the D23 Fa La 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 Lounge at Pizza Rizzo with light food and beverage options, charging stations, and an exclusive photo opportunity, as well as you'll also receive a commemorative gift and credential. The price for this adding on to it is $20 yeah, no, per guest. Twenty dollars yeah. plus a three dollar processing mm-hmm. fee uh, for each uh, gold member and up to three guests. So you can do up to four people if you right. have, if you're a regular gold member. Uh, you can get up to uh, four people. If you're a gold duo, I believe you can get up to eight people because probably, you kind of yeah. technically are both gold members. Yeah, probably. So yeah, uh, tickets are limited. I don't know. As of recording this, there were still tickets available, I believe. Can't promise when you're listening to this that there right. will be. So if you're thinking about doing this, and the same goes for Disney Jollywood Nights, um, you probably want to jump on that yes. as soon as possible. Right, but, um, right. I'm all aboard. All uh, <laughs> that, that all sounds so cool to me. I know it does. I hope we could figure out a way to 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 do yeah. it because that event sounds like I love the very merry Christmas party. Mm-hmm. It's fun, right? But there's just something about this event that really speaks to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like the well, we like you know jazzy vibes, right? And I stuff just like, like I said, I I think we talked about this a couple episodes Hollywood. ago. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of like um, it call, and when I'm hearing this, it it's like Dapper Day, only mm-hmm. for a, a holiday Dapper right. Night. Yes. You know, it's kind of what it calls out to me. I would love to get dressed up for something like this yeah. and go out that and just have a good time and listen to some jazzy vibes and craft cocktails, and yeah. it'd be cool. It'd it be a lot be. of fun. 
So we'll see. I don't know if we'll go, but maybe maybe not this year. Maybe next year. At well, some point, we right. have to check that out because that's that sounds like a really cool. Name. Yeah. That's it for the Disney stories of the week. Oh wait. oh, wait, Michelle has a Disney story. You know, Michelle always has the best Disney stories. I don't know if it's a story or an announcement. Um, uh, and I actually included this in the newsletter a couple weeks ago. But uh, coming up this coming week, or if you're listening to it when, when we drop, on uh, July 20th, starting on July 20th, is Dole Whip Days. Ooh. And so there's it's gonna, every day is Dole Whip it day. Is, Come on. It is. And there are some things that are available that include Dole Whip uh, year round. So that's always a good thing too. But there are some special things being offered just for a couple days. Most of them that are specialty items are offered um, July 20th through the 23rd. Um, but at various, whether you're talking at Disneyland um, or Disneyland park disneyland hotel disney california adventure park and and all throughout walt disney world um you can find some specialty items and and even at some of the resorts so uh if you love trying different versions of dole whip you're going to have a lot more choices on those three days if you like that i'm good with the original i know you can't improve on perfection but you did like it when we tried the... the I like to sample the, a little bit of something else. We had the watermelon else, one. But, that, uh, that I'm still all about the regular Dole Whip thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind sampling to see what they're all about, for sure. Right, there are right. some good... I will say there are some good alternatives out there, but it's still the regular Dole Whip for me. Yeah. I don't disagree with you, yeah. you know. And like I said, there are some things that are year-round um, that you can find throughout the parks yeah. and resorts that are either Dole Whips or, you know, Dole Whip themed things. Yeah. The only thing I will change with my Dole Whip is occasionally I add a little rum to it. <laughs> I'm good with just the regular Dole Whip. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Also, I believe the foodie guide for the uh, internet, the Epcot International mm-hmm. Food and Wine Festival just came out. I didn't go through it. I, I looked through it all. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. There's so much good stuff. Yeah. I can't wait to get out there and sample all that good food because there's a lot of great food. Right, right. Mm. And I know it's one of the longest of their festivals, but what's good is they're having several additional booths coming out later in the the time that the the, uh, festival is running. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, There is some stuff that's not even coming out until there's some stuff that's coming out later in August and other stuff that's not coming out till like September September or beyond. Mm. So, um, yeah, even if you go early, you right. get a chance to possibly sample some new different stuff uh, later on in the festival. Right. Very cool. So now that's it for the Disney <laughs> stories of the week. <laughs> However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle because she's awesome, wonderful, all <laughs> things great in the world. You know, she does the best research. She has the best list, but there's hands down, no question. She has the very best tips. So let's get to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. You're so kind, honey. Uh, So my tip has to do with, you know, some people have um, really missed the Disney fun runs that some of the resorts would have. Um, And so although those haven't really come back like that, there are some uh, family, what they call family fun walks or runs. So, I mean, yes, the resorts still have their walking paths and running areas that you can still do independently. But if you kind of like to go as a family or with a group uh, of people, then 
there are some things, like I said, they're called the family fun walk or runs. Um, and these can be found uh, around uh, Crescent Lake over at uh, kind of near Epcot. So for the folks right at Disney Yacht and Beach or the Disney Boardwalk, and actually you don't have to be staying at those resorts to do it, but those are the closest people there. Um, they Right now they're running typically on Friday mornings or at eight o'clock. They alternate the me, the meetup place uh, each Friday. So it's, it's either going to be at Atlantic Dance Hall or at Bayside Marina. So Atlantic Bay, Atlantic Day Dance Hall, kind of the boardwalk resort area or the Bayside Marina at the Yacht Club. Um, but you can just ask at the front desk, you know, where the meetup would be. But at least you have something else if you're, you know, missing those. It, this is still something that you can do and it's something fun and free. And Yeah, why not? Yeah. It's also, you can easily take the Skyliner in there. You just go to the port of entry in mm -hmm. uh, uh, and there and not port of entry, but the International Gateway, International, excuse yeah, me. Yeah. Um, and then you just, instead of going towards Epcot, you go the other way right. and that's all right there. So you can come from the Riviera, you can come from Caribbean Beach, you can come from... Uh, Art of animation and pop, right, you know, right, I mean, true. any of those resorts to make it there if you want to try that out. So That's a good point. It's not a bad destination, yes. bad, bad location for that to be happening. So, so very nice. Yeah, Michelle's you. tip, always the best tip. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my tip this week is all about, well, one of the best ways to fight the post Walt Disney World vacation blues <laughs> has returned. Hmm? Ooh, Yes. That's because the Disney Resort's future stay, also known as the bounce back offer, oh, is back. Nice. It's been gone for a while. Yeah. It's back. Now, if you don't know what this is, if you stay at a, a Walt Disney World Resort Hotel, you will be emailed on the day that you check out with a future stay offer where you can save anywhere from 25 to 35 percent mm -hmm. on another Walt Disney World Resort stay uh, sometime right now. It's on select dates through mm -hmm. 2024. So this is going on right now. So if you stay, um, be sure to check your email yeah. the morning of your checkout if you're thinking about rebooking. Right. Because I mean, what a better way? What better way is there to fight the post Disney blues right, than, to, than have, to book another trip? In, in mind. Yeah, yeah, start so. planning already. Now, this offer is only available by booking it over the phone, and you need to do it within seven days of the day you check out on that current reservation. So know that your time is limited. Mm -hmm. um, so you'll want to jump on that. You can do it on the phone yourself, or better yet, have your certified Disney <laughs> vacation planner That's like right. our good old friend Nate from the Main Street and More Travel to handle that for you. Here are the specifics of the discounts. It's 25% off value resorts. 30% off moderate resorts. It's up to, excuse me, mm -hmm. save up to 25% off value, 30% off moderates, and up to 35% off deluxe resorts and deluxe villas. So jump on that. Again, yeah. it's a great deal. We've taken advantage of it in the past. It's it's really a wonderful way because you're you're already you're you're done with your trip, but you're already planning for that next right, week. right, exactly. You know, and who knows? I mean, some other offers may come up in the interim after that, which you can then adjust. Always change, yeah. Right. But at least, like Tom said, you have something already in the books ready to start getting excited about, you know, and if nothing else does come up as a, as a discount, at least you have already gotten that for sure available to you. Yeah. So yeah, glad um, they brought that back. Yeah, me too. That was uh, something that we've been missing for a while. And yeah. 
Again, another thing that's gradually, slowly coming back that is a perk of staying at the Walt Disney World Resort. Right, which is good, right. Yeah. Which is good. So that's it for this week's show. Next week, well, we're continuing our countdown of a century of the Walt Disney Company with another yeah. in our Disney at 100 series. Again, Michelle, bringing her always amazing <laughs> research to the table. Michelle. <laughs> What are we going to be talking about on our next portion of the series? Um, I think the plan is to move back into the decades review. Um, so as we talk right now, things could change. But as we talk right now, it would be looking at the Disney company in the 2000s. The so aughts. 2000, the aughts, 2000 <laughs> to 2010. Nice. Uh, looking forward to that. I don't think we've really touched on that no. that much here on the show. So. Uh, that'll be good. There should be plenty of stuff to, to bring out yeah, about yeah. Uh, that decade within the Walt Disney Company. Exactly. And you know, Michelle will do a fantastic job <laughs> and find all sorts of fun facts and you'll learn something you never knew before because I always do every single episode. Oh, you're so. sweet. As for today's show, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Also, we are on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventures Facebook group. Also, we're on YouTube. If you want to find us there, we're at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. And the other thing is, if you really enjoy this podcast and want to help support it, uh, there are Patreon levels and tiers that are available starting as low as just $2 a month. And we'd love to have you as one of our Patreons. For sure. Uh, we really appreciate everybody who's already become a Patreon yeah. member. And if you do so in the future, that would be really, really wonderful. And we can't tell you how much we'd appreciate it. Yeah. That's it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.